podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are we witnessing the sad demise of the giants of the IPL in the form of Mumbai Indians? Well, I think so and I have three reasons to back those claims and then a reason why not all is lost as far as MI are concerned. Hello and welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me Watsal Vora as we talk about the game which has just been finished in the IPL and that was between the Mumbai Indians and the Chennai Super Kings at the Wankhede Stadium where CSK have registered their third consecutive victory in the IPL meeting Mumbai Indians by seven wickets well i have three reasons why you know this could be a demise as far as mumbai indians are concerned and i really want to start with the current group of players that they have in their register uh, in the roster and in their squad and those are the players who are not currently in form whatsoever and i'm mainly talking about their batting unit here i'm talking about the likes of rohit sharma um rohit sharma ishan kishan and surya kumar yadav because those are the indian pillars in your batting unit and you want your indian players to perform at the highest level uh in the ipl because it's a long tournament indian conditions so you expect indians to you know go out and perform but that's not been the case as far as mumbai are concerned because once again it was uh, it was those three who couldn't get on and get a big score to propel mumbai indians to a bigger total because um so mumbai indians batted first but once again rohit sharma just scored 21 ishan kishan looked good for his 32 but was dismissed by ravindra jadeja and surya kumar yadav well once again his form has been the talk of the town as far as uh, the indian batting uh, is concerned for mumbai indians because once again he scored just one run and his form has been under the radar and under the scrutiny since the one day international series between india and australia because as we all know surya kumar yadav unfamously scored three consecutive golden ducks in that series and that form seems to be carrying into this ipl because so far in the two games he hasn't looked like the surya kumar yadav we all loved uh, during the t20 world cup uh, in 2020 towards the end of 2022 that is when he was scoring runs for fun dominating the bowling attacks and getting those big scores at a decently good strike rate but that's not what we are seeing from surya kumar yadav and this is one of the reasons why i feel mumbai indians are slowly going down the trajectory uh, in the in the ipl because they once had a really good batting unit and uh, one and let's be honest they still have a great batting core with the likes of uh, yadav ishan kishan and rohit sharma but then you need those players to you know score uh score runs at the regular intervals you can't have all three of them not scoring in the same game all the time you yes i'm not saying that all three of them have to be in form and you know get those 30 40 50 runs every single game yes one of them could have an odd game here two of them could have a odd game the next time but at least one out of those three need to contribute for the mumbai indians but and unfortunately from them from their side it hasn't been the case and that's really worrying because mumbai indians have put in a lot of um 
money behind uh, behind these players. We all know uh, how much they spent to get Ishan Kishan in that mega auction a couple of years back. And now that he's not performing, the pressure is really on Ishan Kishan to start scoring those big runs, you know, because this form is inversely related to his place in the Indian side. And with the likes of Sanju Samson really getting some good scores uh, for Rajasthan Royals, his place is in jeopardy. His Indian place is in jeopardy. Rohit Sharma has been an exceptional white ball player for India, but that form has never been replicated in the IPL. He hasn't had one of those mega 500, 600, 700 run season uh, that the likes of uh, Josh Butler and uh, KL Rahul and Virat Kohli have enjoyed on numerous occasions. And that's something that is really worrying. And uh, in equally worrying or more than that is the current form of Surya Kumar Yadav. And that's just the first point that the current players are not in a good form. Now, the second reason why I feel this is a doubt that, that the Mumbai Indians are on a downward trajectory is their weak bowling attack. On paper, Mumbai Indians possess two of the most two of the most uh, threatening fast bowlers in world cricket in the form of uh, Jaspreet Bumrah and Jofra Archer. But hey, both of them were not available today. And that's and that's not what the Mumbai Indians fans wanted to see. Last season, uh, it they were all hyping about, you know, Bumrah and Archer bowling in tandem, but uh, jo- uh, Jofra Archer was unavailable. What happens this season when Jofra Archer is fit? Jaspreet Bumrah is not available. So, on paper, they have a good bowling attack and those two bowlers, I'm, yes, I'm just mentioning two bowlers here, but that's eight overs out of 20. And if those eight overs then go for measly runs, then the pressure on the opposition is immense. You have seen that a number of times with uh, the likes of Sunrisers Hyderabad and now Gujarat Titans when Rashid Khan is bowling. People are always worried about how many runs they can get in those four overs which were which will be bowled by Rashid Khan. And uh, unfortunately, Mumbai Indians have have something similar that they can replicate against their opposition. But this time, instead of four, they have eight. But somehow, they're not able to get those eight overs in. And that's not mainly Mumbai Indians' fault, let's be honest. It's their luck because they're not able to field both of them together. But uh, once again, it doesn't look good because Jofra Archer played the first game, but he was completely dismantled by uh, Virat Kohli and Faf to Plessis in their first game against the RCB. So that's not looking good. Who else do they have in that bowling lineup right now? Jason Berendhoff played today in place of uh, Jofra Archer, but he conceded 24 runs. Yes, he did pick up a wicket, but uh, apart from uh, Jason Berendhoff, you you lack experience. Yes, Piyush Chawla is an ex, uh, experienced candidate, but how many more years can you expect from someone like Piyush Chawla? He has been in the IPL circuit for years now. And then there is inexperience all around the field. Arshad Khan, Cameron Green, Kumar Kartike, Ritik Shokin. These are some great, there are some great young names which I've mentioned in these uh, in this Mumbai Indians bowling lineup, but in the current scenario, are they the ones who will give you those wickets at regular intervals? Yes, we have heard a lot of positives about Arshad Khan in the domestic circuit, 
uh, his swing bowling has caught the imagination of uh, fans and pundits alike. But today, none for 35 from 2.1 overs going at an economy rate of 16.15. Now, that's not, uh, not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying Arshad Khan is a bad bowler. But in the current scenario, Mumbai Indians lack experience in the bowling department. So, so the bowling department lacks experience. The batting department has experience, but they're not able to capitalize on their pedigree. And so those are the two, those are the two of the three reasons why I feel like this could be a demise as far as Mumbai Indians are concerned. Lastly, is the list of the past players who have been performing at a really high rate in the IPL, the likes of Trent Bolt, Hardik Pandya, Krunal Pandya, uh, Quinton de Kock, Rahul Chair, Kyron Pollard is now retired. He's the batting coach. These were the kind of players with on whom the Mumbai Indians were able to rely on. Let's exclude Kyron Pollard from this equation for a minute and let's talk about Bolt, Hardik, Krunal, Dikok and Rahul Jair. Mumbai Indians had those five players or those six, those five players, yes, in their side and these five players made them invincible because Bolt is an excellent fast bowler bowling alongside uh, Jasprit Bumrah. You are expecting that same thing to replicate when Archer and Bumrah are fit. So let's put Bolt aside. Hardik Pandya and Kurunal Pandya were their uh, their middle order pillars coming in at number 5, number 6, sometimes even at number 4 depending on the situation. And they used to give you at least 6 or 7 overs between them. Something that they lacked this time around. Quinton Decott was excellent at the top of the order when he used to open with uh, the likes of Rohit Sharma and uh, Ishan Kishan. They have lost him this time. Rahul Jaya used to be an excellent spin, spinning, all round, uh, spinning option for the Mumbai Indians. They have not got him this time. So, so they have, have let go players that are still at in their prime. Did they... Did they give up on the two Pandyas a bit too quickly a couple of years back? Well, right now, if you talk about uh, the, the two Pandya brothers, it feels like they did. But uh, you never know what will happen in the long run. Because um, both the Mumbai Indians last season, they like lost the first seven games. And this is now feeling like a repeat of 2022. Now they've lost two games in, uh, in a row. So there are quite a few worrying signs in this Mumbai Indian squad. But I feel like it's not all bad if you personally ask me because yes, I talked about the inexperience in this uh, Mumbai Indian side but I feel like this inexperience is a short-term problem and not a long-term problem. Should Mumbai Indians keep the core of this side for many years to come? They have some excellent young players in the squad. Brewis is just 19. Tilak Verma, star of the first match <coughs> despite them losing that game. He's still 20. Stops is 22. Ritik Shokin is just 22. Then they have cap- they have paid big bucks to get Cameron Green in. Yes, he has not looked good in the first two games, but I think he's just settling into the IPL. He's just 23. Ishan Kishan is 24. Arshad Khan is just 25. And Kumar Kartikeya is 25 as well. And to top, top these youngsters, you have Tim David, who is just 27. So is Jofra Arjun. And let's be honest, Bumrah is also just 29. So they have a young squad who is capable of performing in the long run, but I don't see them having the experience and the expertise to perform in this current IPL season. 
my my question was not that this is a complete demise for Mum for the Mumbai Indians. I feel like they have all the pedigree and the firepower in the long run, but in the current season, they are going to struggle with these players if they are not able to make that step up quickly. And let's be honest, the pressure of performing on such a big stage should not fall on these youngsters all the time. Like, you cannot expect Tilak Verma, who at 20 years of age, you know, to bail you out of all uh, all the downcomings of the top order when Rohit Sharma is not performing, when Ishan, uh, Ishan Kishan is not performing, and when Surya Kumar Yadav is uh, not scoring runs for you. The pressure should not always fall on a young Tilak Verma. Yes, he bailed you out against the Royal Challengers of Bangalore uh, a week back, but that, but then... Yes, he has got pedigree, but how much are you going to weigh down a twenty-year-old shoulder who is yet to make a, uh, yet to be even given a thought in the Indian space? So yeah, that's that's something the Mumbai Indians need to rely on. Tim David is potentially their Kiran Pollard replacement in the um, middle order, lower middle order. But once again, you can't always rely him to bail you out. So. I think the problem overall lies with the top order batsmen as far as uh, the MI are concerned because uh, if the Mumbai Indians really want to uh, start winning games this season, they need their top order to perform. And I think the responsibility for, for first and foremost falls on the shoulders of Captain Rohit Sharma. We all know how good Rohit Sharma is in the white ball game. We know how he can dominate the bowlers and score all around the pass. He's got all the shots in the book. He's really gifted with timing. But he needs a big IPL. And I cannot stress that more emphatically that they need Rohit Sharma back in form as soon as possible. Needs to uh, needs to get, get, his, uh, get his eye in. Get, needs to get, you know, those big 70s and 80s to propel Mumbai Indians to to a large score and not put pressure on the likes of Cameron Green and Tilak Verma and Arshad Khan and Tim David all the time. So yeah, there are troublesome uh, signs in the MI camp at the moment, but I feel like they do have a squad which can help them in the long run. But in the short term in this particular season, the things are looking really bleak as far as the MI are concerned. Well, in the game, uh, Chennai Super Kings were given a target of just 158 and they chased down, uh, chased that down with uh, 11 balls remaining. Um, another ex-Mumbai Indian players uh, in uh, Ajinkya Rahane being the star of the game, which I didn't see it ever happening. 61 of 27 deliveries, 7 fours and 3 sixes playing and a striker of 226 was an absolute joy of an innings to watch. There weren't any innovative shots, you know, those modern T20 scoops or paddle sweeps or anything. There was a proper, he scored those runs at a strike rate of 226 with proper cricketing shots, you know, playing those flicks over deep, uh, deep square leg for a six, you know, playing those straight drives for a boundary, a cut shot for boundary, a deft touch towards third man for a boundary. And those were the kind of shots which we love to see uh, in the T20 format. And yes, they have got room in this modern game as well. Um, another valuable contribution from Ruturaj Gaikwad. He scored 40 of 36 remaining not out till the end. 
Uh, Shivam Dubey, 28. Ambati Raidu staying there in the end. 20 not out as well. As far as the bowling unit is concerned, 3 for 20 for Ravinder Jadeja and 2 wickets for Mitchell Saintna. Coming to the IPL table now and uh, Chennai Super Kings have climbed to 4th in the standings, having picked up 4 points from their 3 games. Earlier in the podcast, I think I said that CSK have won all 3 of their games, but I think that was an error. I completely forgot that they lost to the Gujarat Titans in the inaugural game of the season. But yeah, that's the review for uh, MI versus CSK here at the Wankhede Stadium. Things do look bleak as far as the Mumbai Indians are concerned. But I think in the long run, as I've mentioned it multiple times in this podcast, I think the long run looks really, really great. But it's this current 2023 season which they have to look after. Thanks for tuning in for this Cricket Corner podcast episode. If you're listening this on YouTube, then make sure you are liking, sharing and subscribing. And if you are listening this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then make sure you are giving me those wonderful, juicy five-star ratings. This is me, Watsal Vora, signing off. Ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.